everybody welcome back to the 100 series everyday awesome podcast i am the creator Jawan errington and today it's scrimmage time that's right i have young scrimmage right here in the house sir how you doing doing fantastic it's an honor to be here all right thank you sir so i'm bringing you on here right now because you are doing some awesome things here in the quad cities music industry so i just want to bring you on board here talk to you about all the things that you've been doing, all the things you're working on, and uh, your mindset uh, with uh, getting to where you are now. So uh, go ahead and just give the folks a little, a little bit of who you are. So I'm a young scrimmage, of course. Uh, my background in this music industry would be like trap and R&B at this point now. Blacklight Love, the album I just put out. Um, but, uh, you know, coming from the background of, of you know, Bettendorf, I linked with, like, you know, the Eastsiders, uh, very early on in my career, and I was very grateful for that, and also K-Swank, too. They have formulated my sound to this point, and I'm really excited to keep working with them as well. All right, so talk about how you personally got introduced to music and your love of music. Wow. Um, I remember as a kid, like, my mom, like, playing R. Kelly and that kind of stuff, you know, and I guess it's not really appropriate nowadays, you know, with his, you know, recent outdoings, but, you know, a lot of cool little hip-hop my mom used to listen to back in the day, also like Madonna and like all these things really inspired me to make music today. Um, I think there's something very cool about being a creative in the qualities, especially because there's such a vibe here and a cool, I don't know, community that uh, is just hungry for this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, you know, I've, you know, of course, you know, Quad City native, East Moline native, and you know, I've seen various, you know, artists from the Quad Cities, you know, growing up, and it feels like just within the last couple of years that it's really taken off, and you're a big part of that. Talk about that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, most certainly, I've seen it too because I remember us doing little shows at like Jada Java for the open mics and uh, shows at Ross Talks too, for that matter. And just remember, like the climate of the Quad Cities not being exactly what it is today. I think what's happening now is a community focus instead of individuality and that's what's really beautiful about this movement right now especially in the east side you know you look at you know sons of mars and all of us like fantana and, and you know me myself included also like you know the east siders in general uh swank you know these other artists are all working together to keep facilitating a future for the quad cities i think that honestly this community outlook is what's going to grow the the future of the quad cities and keep booming the industry for that matter and bringing more uh, venues and more, um, I don't know, it's more businesses as well in this way. Talk about how or the process that you took to developing uh, the style that, that you have right now. Ooh, okay. So the process that I took was slow but steady. Um, I remember, like, even Swank can tell you this. If you look at the um, other podcast that Swank did for uh, OBS in there, uh, Ode Underdog, he'll talk about my upcoming as well, but um what happened was like you know i i just tried my hardest i i don't know music theory you know i don't know these things so i would work solely off the sound and like how i felt about it and one thing in particular i remember was i was working in this guy uh tech tight africa was his name and i was working in his attic i guess there's like upper room and like it took me like an hour to make a simple synth sound and like and you know today that'd be like you know a two minute thing but like i was so determined to facilitate my sound in particular um and what i'd say about the you know my current sound from that point was working with various artists such as like k swank um taj you know east side ave spurg 
I mean, my, my catalog goes pretty deep, honestly, as far as the Quad Cities area, Sons of Mars, too, and that for that matter. Um, working with different artists really is what, you know, creates your sound and, and shapes you and also separates you from the other noise. Now let's talk about the Eastsiders here. Talk about how you got connected with everyone. You know, Taj, Eastside Dave, you know, they're my cousins, so I've known them, you know, their, their whole lives. Yeah. Um, so talk about how you got connected with everybody. Okay. So I remember one uh, in particular, um, me and K-Swink were going to be dropping an album called uh, Love Lost. And what happened was we were recording at this, like, one dude's um, basement studio. It was, like, really early on in our career and that kind of stuff. And his, like, laptop crashed. We lost all the files. We didn't have the project anymore. So we're like, okay, what do we do now? Went to our buddy Zach Reb's house, and he's really a really talented artist in Davenport as well. And he actually engineered an entire another project for us with the same beats, some more catalog as well for that one project. So we were shooting for another re-release of Love Lost. His house burns down, and we lose the files again, right? And at that point, you know, we had a meeting at Jaded Java down here, down the street. And me and Swank and another artist who we were picking up at the time, um, Solomon James is who it was, uh, were discussing what we can do for the future. Like, how can we prevent this from happening again? Because we lost two projects that we spent like five months on doing. You know what I mean? Both times. And what we came down to was across the bar... Uh, Jordan XL was actually sitting there just listening to us eavesdropping a little bit, you know, being a little nosy, of course, you know, whatever. But, I'm th you know, thank God that he was being so nosy because he actually, you know, took us in. And he's a very, you know, talented artist and engineer. And he's also very smart about what he does for backup-wise. And we knew, we didn't know at the time how valuable he would be to us. But what he essentially did was he took us in, showed us the east side over there, Percy's joint there on the top, you know what I mean? And and what ended up happening was he showed us to this uh, show at Roast, uh, Ross Talks, actually, down there in Rock Island, I believe. And that's how me and Swank actually saw the Eastsiders. They did their first show there, and we were just blown away. Like, their stage presence, the crowd they brought there from Augie, was so tremendous. Like, you know, they had the whole crowd moving, and, and the music was bumping. And I remember just, like, talking to Swank, like, we need to work with these guys. So after the show, you know, we dapped him up. We said, yo, what's up? You know, that kind of stuff. And really exchanged, you know, pleasantries. And afterwards, they're like, yo, we've heard of you guys. Like, we want to work with you. And I remember going home and just, like, being so obsessed with the thought of, like, making music for them that I made, like, an entire beat pack for them that night and sent them, like, 11 beats. And, like, they all loved it. And, like, they used those beats for different projects in, uh, for the first three or four products we did together, you know what I mean? Um, one of the ones in particular was Antisocial on uh, Eastside Dave, Stay by the Bars project. That one was a very special one. That was the first one that we and him both recorded together. And so that's essentially, you know, how I met these guys. Cool, 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 cool. So let's talk about, um, you know, you're with these sides now. You're making beats with them. Uh, what, what, what's been probably your, your favorite song that you've done since uh joining up with the Eastsiders. whoa that's crazy and you know if you ask the question to them is every time i make a song i always say this is my favorite song every single time um i'd say currently my favorite song that i made with the Eastsiders. i'd say on any project i've done here is probably tonight's love scrimmix and i think that song proved to me that i can step out of my genre and really be you know expansive with my sound 
you know, R&B and, like, alternative rap was not really my lane at all. But, you know, SOM Jake, or actually his name is Young Flay now, um, you know, he had this, like, song he was making and he put on an Instagram story. And I was so obsessed with it that I DM'd him right away and I kept, like, hitting him up, like, yo, listen, like, I need this. Like, I'd love to do a remix of this and, like, have Swank it on it and that kind of stuff. And And what's amazing is, like, he came over... And we had a lot of problems with getting the, the actual song, you know, downloaded. And then we figured it out. It took me an hour to do that. But I was so, like, determined to use this, like, song to, like, create a new sound for me. And and I don't know, but just the feeling that that song gives me every time gives me the chills, honestly. Just, like, you know, Swank's high melodies and, and just the way the beat comes in. And how I worked with, you know, Young Flay to create that sound, too, is really tremendous, honestly. Now, you put out an EP uh, last year, and uh, what really caught me was that first song where you had, I think, almost everybody yeah. in the Quad Cities uh, biz doing something on it. You had, you know, SOM, you had Jordan XO, BN. Just talk about what it was like to be able to to put together all those people for, for this uh, this track. That was... Okay, so yeah, that's the second track on uh, my album called No Games. Uh, it's my first, it's my debut album. Um, that was a particularly uh, funny night because, you know, we were just hanging out in the studio and it was before it even opened, actually. So we were just like in our pre, pre-release of the studio, you know, announcement, that kind of stuff. And we had just a bunch of artists in the room. I think we had like 13 or 12 people in the room. And I happened to work on my album at the time. Like I was making the beat and that kind of stuff. Fantana actually um provided the beat for that song um so we're sitting there and like everyone's just catching a groove to it so we said screw it why not make a cypher right now and everyone just hopped in hopped in that booth and just did their thing it was really something else to see like i can't really explain the 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 way that it happened it was just so natural and you can hear that in the sound of the song i feel like you know and i uh, again goes back to the whole this is a, a community thing where everyone's just chipping in helping out each other it's not you know every artist out for themselves like i like i've seen before in the past and it's just so so amazing just seeing so many uh people so many young pe- people coming together through music here in the quad and just creating something positive just talk about talk about that that dynamic a little more yeah most certainly so i'd say that the previous climate for um the quad cities music scene was pretty toxic i'd say i think it was more about like me against them instead of us together making a sound i think that's what the advantages of bigger cities like chicago have or atlanta you know these huge rap you know industrialized cities have a community mindset look at guys like gucci man right if you look at his story he's put on so many people out of love and that kind of stuff like zaytoven for producer like these guys have done so much for their communities that it plays back for them. I think that's what we need in this Quad Cities, and that's what the Eastsiders is providing. Um, it's no longer about them versus us. It's it's us, you know. Simple as that. Yeah, and I'm I've been seeing you uh, all over social media lately, pr- promoting your new stuff, Blacklight Love. I uh, I also saw that um for for your, your previews, you were doing some like small videos, like with uh, TAJ, K Swank. Uh, you had a nice little cool like it was lo- like a college party video talk about you know putting together all the promotions Ah. for uh for all the the tracks you have on your new ep yep so basically what i want to do is make a visual to the music and like 
what I really am obsessed with is, is like, when I make a song, I can kind of see what it could be, you know, like, could it be a college party song, could it be, like, a, a club song, could it be, like, you know, I'm laying down with my girlfriend at night kind of song, you know what I mean, like, these things really creep my head, so it's, like, I thought, why not exemplify that with the music, so I just found little clips online and matched the music to that setting to kind of, you know, portray what you might be doing listening to my music, you know what I mean? That's that's what awesome, awesome man, awesome stuff. And um, early you mentioned uh, Fantana, uh, an, one of the other big top producers here in the Quad Cities for uh, hip hop music. And uh, you've been teaming up with him a lot, you know, you know a lot. Call you guys Scrim Tana, and uh, you've actually uh, created one of my favorite beats, which is on uh, his uh, his album um, called um, Not a Game. Which I use that one a lot for the 100 series. Right. Uh, it's one of my favorites. I love the beat. I just love the way that sound uh, is. Um, I actually, you guys are doing some other stuff uh, for the uh, my Halloween uh, projects that are going on here in October. Uh, just talk about you know being able to team up with Fantana and uh, to do all these cool projects uh, together. The thing about me and Fantana's collaboration has been so beautiful since its jump. You know, Fantana was one who really pushed to work with the Siders for me, and um, he actually even like you know gave the bid for me to be in the Siders to them originally, which is really amazing. You know, I owe a lot to Fantana for sure. Um, now, as far as our sounds go, we started out right. He's more boom bap traditional or live instrumentation. I was more trap. So obviously, they clashed a little bit sometimes creatively. So we had to figure out a way to combine our sound together. And once we did, it was just like click, 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 you know what I mean, straight away. And we made songs like, Jesus, we made like Bag Chase, you know, um, the Not A Game track, uh, 76ers, you know, on um, uh, his, his album, actually. Um, we worked on a lot of things together, and it's been a blessing, seriously. I think that um, Fantana is a very talented individual. And it's a blessing to to learn from him and vice versa, I think, as well. Where do you see, um, now that you have Blacklight Love out right now, what's the next step for Young Scrimmage? Wow. Uh, so I want to definitely dive back into my trap game a little bit. So what you'll find here um, is I'm releasing a single called uh, Scrim Reaper, actually. And what's not known right now is originally that was going to be a, a whole project. But I want to take some more time on the product, so I'm re releasing a single called Scrim Reaper, which features Taj, uh, Swank, and Eastside Ave. Um, and it's a really crazy track, honestly. Um, and then what I'm going to be doing in November is dropping a full uh, album called uh, Scrimitary, which would be really cool, I think, you know. So it's going back to my trap style. I'll have some R&B elements in there, but not a whole lot more trap, you know. Um, as far as future products go, it's going to be unpredictable. I want to work as I think of things, and and I'm inspired. So the future, there's some things that I want to do, but for the majority, it's unpredictable. Now you did post that pic view in the astronaut not student. We were kind of kind of joking back and forth. You know, you, you were like flight night, and I'm like, this is like the perfect you know thing for an up upcoming album, man. I think you should I think you should roll with that. I think that's a, that's definitely a cool idea. You know, the story behind that suit, actually, if you want to know. Um, right now I'm doing a, uh, movie trailer thing for, uh, Joel Lawrence. He's an author in the Quad Cities. And he actually, uh, recruited me to do, he actually wrote about me in his book. I'm like his main character in the book. I had no idea until he told me really. Um, so obviously I wanted to help him out as a creative, 
uh, for a creative, you know, make his vision come true. And I'd love to really help him out with that. So the space suit is a part of the whole movie trailer thing, and it's really inspiring to help him out with that too. Now uh, let's talk about uh, what can uh, like other people in the Quad Cities do? Like say, hey, I want to get into music here in the Quad Cities. What's the, what are the steps they got to do? Uh, go through us, obviously. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, for real, like it's about chasing your passion and becoming prevalent. So the way that we did it, or I did it perhaps, is is coming out of the bedroom studio and integrating with the community. You know, us going to like Jada Job for open mic nights was a very big thing for us because uh, not only did we like, you know, integrate the community, but we also made future relationships that are still solid today. I think every artist who is inspired needs to A, create their sound and get out there and integrate with the community. That's simple as that. And then you'll get to like where I'm at. Good stuff, good stuff. So, um, what else do you have to share? You talked about your projects. Give some uh, some tips, tricks on how to get in the game here in the Quad Cities. Uh, where do you see your stuff going in like five years here and here? The five-year game is definitely something that I thought about a lot. And I think what I want to do is to just see the Quad Cities boom i think that you know we have the recipe for it and it just takes all of us to put in the work right now in five years time i want to be definitely uh charting you know i think that'd be a really cool thing uh working with expansive midwest you know uh, specific artists you know what i mean um as far as how we're gonna get there just like every day everyday work at small increments at a time small steps forward you know now how can people find you uh, on social media well you can just google young, young scrimmage if you want to but uh, instagram would be young scrimmage uh, twitter young scrimmage facebook young scrimmage i have all my links on google as well if you want to type in young scrimmage on there um, also spotify young scrimmage itunes young scrimmage the whole damn thing all right good deal well thank you sir for coming on here on the 100 series everyday awesome podcast thank you all for listening at home we'll be back next week with another awesome person so Thank you all, and as always, I'll see you soon.